welcome to barbershop.talkpodcast. That's right. In this podcast, we talk about concerns facing you, issues facing your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we're going to discuss it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is Jay Rod, and I am your host, and I am in Out the Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. That's right. Now, you heard Casey talked about the flavor. And what we mean by bringing the flavor to you is that whatever conversation we talked about on Saturday, we are going to bring it to our podcast today. There's one other person that I do like to introduce, and that is our artificial intelligence, and that is Mr. Arthur. Hello, my name is Arthur. I am the smartest that's easy when you and Casey are in the room. Well, you sure are talking awfully soft today, uh, Arthur. What's your problem? As a matter of fact, Arthur, I'm going to have you repeat yourself, but we didn't quite hear you. Hello, my name is Arthur. I am the smartest in the room. That's easy when you and Casey are in the room. Well, maybe I should have just left. <laughs> maybe now I see why I'm speaking so soft. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I kind of wish that, that I wouldn't have said that. She, Arthur, I thought you were supposed to be our friend. I thought you were supposed to Forgive us for last week of talking about you. Are you okay now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Fine, fine. I, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. Well, I'll I, I tell you what, Casey. You know, before we decided to talk about any topics that was in the barbershop, and I know that's what we're known for, is bring that barbershop talk right to this podcast. But I have to tell you. I got my shot. I got my shot, too. That's right. Hey, <laughs> yay. We are one step closer. Right. That's right. I encourage all of you to get out there and get that shot. That's right, because it made me feel good. Oh, yeah. All right, but I, but I do have to. Matter of fact, I do got to tell you about our experience, though, Casey. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you. Because, see, I, I take it at the, the Urban League. So did I. Oh, see, see. Now, I do have to say, this is the first time I went to the Urban League to see so many uh, white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, can't, I have never seen so many yeah. Caucasian folks at the Urban League in my that, life. That is the most they've ever had in their history. Uh, in fact, I was like, man, this would be a great time for them to have a fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I get you. I get you. I get you. Matter of fact, when I walked in the door and I see all those white folks, I just stood there and said, "Really?" <laughs> you know, I mean, I get you now. It was like, but it's good. It's good because yeah. you know, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there. I'm glad they was there because we all in it together. I actually thought I was in the wrong place. I said, uh, I'm, "Excuse me, I'm sorry. I was looking for the Urban League." <laughs> now, you know that's not right. That's not right. White people, you welcome to the Urban League anytime. Yes. All right, so so anyway, so that's the first thing that shocked me when I went there, right? That it was, it was so many uh, that just kind of caught me off guard. Then the thing that, that caught my attention was this, Casey. You know, now when I got there, I was about the fifth person in line, and it, it didn't take that long. 
but it was this uh, this lady, and you can tell that she'd been working for a very long time and had these questions memorized that she asked the audience. Yeah, I call her the greeter. I think I know who you're talking the about. The greeter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she asked those questions where she said, uh, do you have a fever? Uh, do you have diarrhea? Uh, any do you nauseous? Have you been around people who had COVID? Do you remember that question? Yeah, she asked me all those questions. She also asked me a couple of additional questions. Oh, man, but I don't know about the additional yeah, questions. like, do you have a phone number? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. No. I know. I know she did not ask yeah. you that you, you have a phone. after you get your shot? A bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else did she ask? I got, I got here. What else did she ask? I don't know if I can say the rest on air. Oh, my. <laughs> well, she, she, didn't, she didn't ask me any of those questions. Any of those questions whatsoever. You know, but but I do have to say after you asked me all those questions, the greeter, like you said, uh, did you have a fever? So I figured I was going to play with it for a little while because everybody was saying no, 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 no. And I know she was on automatic pilot. So when, when I got up there, she said, do you have a fever? I said, yes. She said, do you feel sick? I said, I really do. She said, do you have diarrhea? I said, yes, I do. Have you been around <laughs> people with COVID? I have. I just left them. <laughs> <laughs> So it looked like to me that she was just she was just stuck. She didn't know what to say. It caught her, it caught her off, off guard. So <laughs> yeah, well, you may be laughing now, but she didn't think it was very funny. I told her, no, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. So then she gave me a mean look. So I figured I better I better stop there. I better stop there. So now on, on a serious note, I did talk to one of the helpers that was there, and um, you know, she was telling me on the very first day at the Urban League that they only did 50 shots that day. Mm-hmm. But then the second the second day, they did around over 400. Yeah. So I guess the word is getting out. So I do want to say, and I was just kidding when I was talking about the white people there, white, black, purple, green, it doesn't matter. If you need your shot, I just want you to know you can't get it at the Urban League. Okay. White, black, uh, Hispanic, Latino, American Native, yes. Purple and green, I don't want to <laughs> see. Okay. Well, they might be they might be sick. I don't know. They might be sick. I mean, are people green when they sick when they throw up? I don't want no sick people at the place where I'm coming to get my COVID shot. Hey, and, and, and I have seen purple people. Now they haven't got the butt beat. You know, they got in the fight, got the butt beat. It was pretty purple, but there's still purple people out there. All right, okay, so now. All right, so I get you, I get you, I get you. Well, that cracked her up. All right, now, first of all, okay, let me be serious and tell you about my experience. Because when I walked in there, it was I was about the fifth person in line. And it went pretty quick. I want to say that uh, total time was maybe 30 minutes. But I had to, in this waiting area, about 15 minutes. Every get your shot. Mm-hmm. They say sit down for 15 minutes to see if you had any type of reaction. So I'm assuming you had the same experience on that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very well organized. They have the what I call the greeter, where you go in and the lady questions you about how you've been, who you've been around. Uh, then they take you to the registration line. They hand you some paper and card to fill out. Like, but I register online. Say, so I know what you did online, but I still want you to fill this out. And then they you get in another line, and it's for the ID confirmation and to set up your follow-up oh, that's uh, right. appointment. But I want to back you up. I want to back you up because you, you, you hit a hot button. Mm-hmm. Because they said register online. Yeah. Right? So I took the time to do that, fill in all my information like I was supposed to, because it stated that uh, if you do that ahead of time, it makes the line go faster. Mm-hmm. 
And then when I got there, <laughs> they told me to fill out the form. And I said, I already did this online, like you requested. Mm-hmm. And they said they wanted again. What was up with that? Well, they lost all the data was in the computer, so they I ain't trying to hear all that. No way. Yeah. <laughs> they lose nothing. Yeah, they were slowing down time because everybody was coming up there was saying, I already registered online. And you know, and then they found out they had to re-register, I guess. Yeah, and I tell you another thing I thought was quite strange. I thought this was quite strange. And the fact is, is that uh, why do they need my insurance information? <laughs> is the shot free? I mean, really, is it free? Yeah. Now, it is free, too. It is free, too. Why do they take my information? Okay, because if you do have insurance, they can recoup some of that cost from your insurance company. But there's no cost to you directly. No, no. If if my insurance company paying, that's like I'm paying. This is a big uh oh to me. Uh oh. They did tell me the truth. Uh oh. All right, you get a big boo for that. I don't care. No. Well, J. Rod, did you hand them your insurance card? Matter of fact, I did. Okay. Now, did you get a bill? Uh, no. But you. Okay. So you didn't actually pay directly. Well, I don't know about that. I just know for a fact is that. Uh, insurance companies uh, devise their premium mm-hmm. based on payouts. Right. So if they're going to have any type of payout at the end, it's going to come to me. Excuse me. Because I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. It was not totally free like they said it was going to be. But that's okay. I gave my insurance card. They did take a copy of it, and so be it. What it is, what it is, what it is. All right. So then after they... Uh... Confirm your ID and and set up your follow up uh, appointment. Then you get in the line to get the shot, and then after you get the shot, you go to the waiting area. So uh, I do want to say that the shot was quick and painless. Um, she 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 said, "Okay, I'm ready. Uh, give you the shot." They put the alcohol on your on your arm, and as she was going to grab the syringe, I looked the other way. I was like, "I don't know if I want to see this," and I felt just a tiny little prick and by the time i turned around she was already to administer the shot and was done so you know it was very quick it was very painful oh see i had a different experience Mm -hmm. i had a different experience now um now you indicated the greedy was talking all that stuff when that lady said could you roll up your sleeve and she seen my muscles Mm -hmm. she said okay (laughs) (laughs) did she say she was going to give you your shot in your rear end Nope, 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 nope. Now, if she said that, because I think she did look at my rear end, and when she did that, I heard her say this. Oh, baby. (laughs) And she followed that up with, ooh, la, la. (laughs) That lady got a deep voice. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so I tried to say, you can't, you know, so she didn't ask me to take a shot of my rear, but she did tell me to roll up my sleeve, and I know she was checking me out, because I got some, I got some big biceps. Oh. Yeah. You brought them with you. <laughs> hey, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. So, but no, I agree with you. It was it was absolutely no pain whatsoever. In fact, I looked away for a minute, and then when I turned back around, she was done. So I didn't feel any pain whatsoever. That night, I didn't feel any pain. No stiffness. Uh, no anything. I really got to the point that I was wondering if they put some water in me or something. But, <laughs> but uh, no issues whatsoever. So it's a pretty good experience. It was. Yeah, I thought so. Now, the, the only thing I thought was quite strange is when you got to sit there. I think I had to sit in there for 15 minutes just to make sure that 
you know, he didn't have any reaction to the shot. And they had this big old clock in the front, you know, that you sit there and you look at the clock. When your 15 minutes is up, then you go. Simple as that. Okay. Now they told me there's a clock because, you know, they want you to sit for the 15 minutes. They said, yeah, there's a clock. You just, uh, you know, make sure you're in there for 15 minutes before you leave. So I go sit down and I look at this great big old wall in front of me and I don't see a clock. Come on, come and on. And I look KC. all over this wall. So I don't see anything. So I turn to my left and I look at the far wall. I still don't see a clock. I said, well, maybe it's on the wall behind me. I turn around, I don't see a clock there. I said, now I know that lady said the clock is in there. So I start the whole process over again. And I look at the wall in front of me. There's a long wall. And I'm looking at this wall. I still don't see a clock. By the time I check out all the walls again, I still don't see a clock. But I said, I know that took 15 minutes. And I just went on and left. I cannot believe you did not see the clock. <laughs> The clock was on the table in the front. It was a huge clock because as soon as I sat down, I said, man, that's an extra large clock. And it was ticking extremely loud. That loud. <laughs> Clocks are on the wall. She didn't say anything about look for a clock on a table. <laughs> oh. Clocks are on the wall. And I was looking at all the walls. I didn't see any clock. And that's, that's, that, you got to be kidding. Go. Then, then what time did you uh, did you wait the full 15 minutes? Did you follow the rules? Yeah, it was 15 minutes. No, no, you said you didn't see a clock. How did you know it was 15 minutes? I have an internal clock. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you stayed there 15 minutes. You didn't follow the rules. You're supposed to follow the rules. You're supposed to sit there for 15 minutes. You looked at the clock. I sat there for 15 minutes. Now, when I was sitting there for 15 minutes, when somebody leave, there was a, a, a lady in front. They would wipe down the chairs. She run there real fast, and she wiped down the chairs for the next person to sit down. I thought that was pretty good. The only thing that really disturbed me, and, and I can't, I can't deny, it did disturb me, is that it's okay if you come with a group of people. Mm -hmm. That's totally okay. But you don't have a huddle in the waiting area with that 15 minutes. They had like right. a huddle. And I said, excuse me, if you're going to have a huddle, why don't you just move yourself over in the corner? Because I still want some, you know, some social distancing there. But that's the only thing I didn't like. But other than that, it was a very pleasurable experience, I thought. Now, I do have to say, J-Rod, I was in the booth next to you when you were getting your shot, and this is what I heard. <laughs> well, of course, man, because that hurt. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to be big and bad, but it really did hurt. <laughs> now, you must have been beside somebody else. That wasn't me. I was, I was good. Well, I, I stood up and looked over. Oh, and I saw you, and again I heard. Oh man! <laughs> you see me. By, you see me. And then the nurse said, "I haven't given you your shot yet." <laughs> no way! <laughs> I didn't do that. No way. <laughs> That's right. Thank, thank you, audience, for picking up for me. Lady, could you say that one more time so he can hear you? No way. That's right. No way. That's right. It was not me. Thank you very much. So no, no, it was, it was all good. It was all it was all good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're saying that I'm just going to go ahead and, and do a uh, a little uh, recognition for our sponsor. Uh, we did want to share our experience in regards to getting the shot. It was not bad at all. And in fact, they gave us a little bit of card, right? They said this is your second appointment to the second shot. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, now, I do realize that it seems like I'm a little bit overconfident real quick. And I got to stop that just because I got a shot. Mm -hmm. I'm on, I, I got to stop because I had some pretty good practices to stay COVID free. Yeah. 
you know, like even if I go to a store and they say that they owe me like 15 cent, I don't want to touch the change. So I told them, go ahead and keep that. So I was totally okay with that. Uh, but after the shot, <coughs> after the shot, um, uh, uh, look, he must have been there. He must have been there. He must have been there. But the thing is that now, since I overcome, I want all my money back. So I went someplace and they charged me $2.98. And I said, uh, you owe me two cents. <laughs> you know, so hey, I'm getting overconfident. You know, I gotta go back to being very, very stringent. Okay. <laughs> okay, calm down, audience. It wasn't that funny. I just wanted my money. But that, that's the that's the true J Rod right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, KC. Hey, but I do want to get out some some additional information. So we did look this up in regards to the uh, vaccine stats. It looks like right now uh, it's about 9.7, nearly 10% of the total population is fully vaccinated. So mm -hmm. I think that is fantastic. And it's 18.4% have at least one dose. So that means that we're going in the right direction. Yeah. I really, truly appreciate that. In fact, when it comes to the older population, it looks like they're in pretty good shape. Because I'm talking about the population of 65 or greater than 65 of age. And it's at 60.1%. 60, that's with the uh, at least one dose. Yeah. And half of that, around 30%, 30.2, half uh, is fully vaccinated. So that's definitely going in the right direction. We are. We are. And even if I look at the uh, uh, the population of 18 and older, uh, at least one dose is 23%. And fully vaccinated is around 13%. Yeah. So it looks like uh, we're going in the right direction. And I think these numbers are going to increase, especially with the Johnson & Johnson, just as a one dose. Right. There's been uh, over 123 million doses delivered and over 93 million uh, doses administered. It's amazing what can happen when you have true leadership in the White House. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I got a feeling if, if Trump was in the White House, the numbers wouldn't even be close. In fact, that little sneaky dog, he took his in January and didn't tell anybody. Right. I want y'all to know because he wanted to discourage people from getting them because I was afraid. He was fearful that if a lot of people got vaccinated, <laughs> it would make Biden look good. How petty and pathetic is that? How you know? And he's the one that after he caught it, he came out there and said, "Don't let it control you. Don't have fear." You know that 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 move was just truly ugly. You ugly. You're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You just plain old ugly. It was that dude described the Trump clan. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, but I do think it's. Uh, I, I just think that that's that's really really wrong. Uh, how he uh, overseeing the uh, the commission of all this, I think he did a very poor job. And I think that uh, when Biden got in, he's paying catch up and clean up, and it leaves the citizen of the United States suffering because of that. And I just don't oh, think yeah. that it's really necessary. So I, I just think that was salt on the wounds when we found out that he had a vaccine in January. Mm -hmm. All right. With that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and recognize our sponsors. I think I'm just going to take a small break. And first of all, I'm going to recognize our very first sponsor, which is Out The Way OTW, which provides custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. And also, we are so thankful that they allow us to use Out The Way Studio here in Indianapolis. But they also have another business that is doing quite well, and that is the T-shirts and other apparel uh, customized clothing, if you will. If you want any information on that, they just got finished working on another order, and I seen it. It was pretty fancy. It was very fancy. Um, and in fact, I wish I had it in front of you. It was in the studio, but they must have delivered 
uh, and I'm going to give you history of that. Uh, uh, well, what it is is a a, a a individual from Lebanon, Indiana. Yes, Lebanon, Indiana, uh, was a, a a great kid. His name was Michael, uh, and he passed. He was had a motorcycle accident a couple oh. years ago, and every year they do a fundraiser for him in in um, Lebanon, Indiana, and they order T-shirts and provide it to the audience. So I was happy that they asked King Cap and Associates to create his T-shirts, and they did a fantastic job. It was actually uh, uh, beautiful. So again, if you want any custom-made apparel, just go ahead and email King Cap. Cap is with a K. King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Now, also, I must say, I must give a shout-out to our second sponsor, and that is 421 Barbershop, uh, where good things happen to your hair. They are located in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. Come in and see any of the master barbers. You will not be disappointed because something good would happen to your hair. You not only get an outstanding haircut, but you'll, you'll enjoy the ambiance of great participation from uh, the customers that come there. Oh, boy, you get a ball from the customers. You know, we talk about all the time. We have Mr. Logic, Mr. Wisdom, uh, Dr. Nasty, First and Ten, uh, three, one, seven days a week. All those are clients, are employees of the barbershop. You will have a great, great time. In fact, before I say that, I, I do remember uh, King Cap said that he always wanted to play his song because he released it. He released his CD. Do you still call them CDs today? Uh, downloads. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we showed our age. Dave. We just call them <laughs> albums and it was CDs. And now you can download his music. Uh, you can download it on uh, Spotify, Apple, you name it. But this is one of the hits uh, that just released. It just dropped in uh, February. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Hey. Taiwan on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in MIA. Uh-uh. I've been working hard, it's time to live today. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Uh-uh. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Uh-uh. I've been working hard, it's time to live today. It's a party out in MIA. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Body out in MIA. After party out there in LA. Hey, come out with ghosts, got one in my head. She stopped me like the CIA. Hey, I go play, okay, make her crazy off the street. Take the hay on the way, I'm at 20 from your crib. If you play that, it's a party in the Out the Way studio. That's a hot track. That is a very hot track. I see that as a hit. That is right. What do you think about that, Arthur? Do you have anything to say? Can you say Rude. anything? I prefer to be called Arthur. That's what I called you. What's the problem? What did I do? What did I do that time? Arthur, I called you Arthur. I just simply asked you, did you wanted to add anything? Really? Was that necessary? Well, yeah, it was necessary. You were just sitting here. I just thought I was going to bring you into the conversation. He, he might be a little salty because we didn't allow him to participate earlier in the show as much as he normally do. We're we going to fix that, Arthur. Good point, Casey. Oh, well, I guess he just validated he was so salty. Okay. All right. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry about that, Arthur. Can you talk about something else, please? Okay, fine. I look like you don't want to be a center of attention. <laughs> fine with me. All right, we're, we're going to talk about something else. Hey, there is one thing that we do want to talk about, uh, and I think we're going to pick this up for our next week's podcast. 
because it's a very serious conversation uh, in the barbershop. I mean, very, very conversation, very serious conversation. And it lasts uh, really for the entire day. So let me give you a little background on it. And uh, Casey, you can chip in at any time because I know you was part of the conversation. But the thing that they talked about in the shop was simply that there's a lot of events that's occurring in today's world. And the events that they was talking about, like the insurrection of the Capitol, that was one. They also talked about Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement, uh, white supremacist group, and racism. And the whole conversation was talking about why is this so popular today? What is going on that is the driver of these behavior? And the conversation landed on this. And I think this is what we're going to talk about next week. The conversation landed on the root cause, uh, which the root cause was established as being the non-white population are on the increase and the white population in the United States is on a decrease. And they felt that was the driver because they felt that the white population, because it was losing uh, um, grounds in regards to the population, that they have a fear, that they actually have a fear of losing wealth, of losing power, losing status, and is afraid of an uprising. And so based on that, they feel that was the main driver of all of the recent activities, but I would like to say that is ugly. Oh, yeah, it's very ugly. Um, but, you know, essentially what you have is this country was established by white people for white people. And all of the laws and all of the norms and all of everything that went on in society was there was always uh, a disproportionate advantage given to white people, uh, you know, obviously during the slavery times, but even after that. And now that the population is, is leveling out, white people are losing the, or at least they feel they're losing that advantage that they always had. And that uh, a lot of the laws and a lot of the um, things in government that was favoring them are no longer favoring them. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And, and in fact, I think that uh, the population in uh, 2000 of uh, whites was at close to 70%. And I think in about 20 years later, they're down to 60%. Now, the Latino population have increased. They started off at 2,000 at 2.6. And 20 years later, they have increased to 18.5. And also, there's an upworthy trend when it comes to African-Americans and also the Asian population. So uh, as far as statistic-wise, it is kind of bearing out. But we're going to get into more of the details on our next podcast. And that is going to be the focus of our conversation uh, is that why are all these ugly events occurring today? And according to, according to the conversation in the shop, they feel that it is because that the non-white population is on the increase in America. All right. So with that being said, I am going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you, listeners, for listening to us. Uh, we do appreciate you doing that. We ask that you continue to follow us. And Casey, I'm just going to go ahead and turn it over to you. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Barbershop.talk podcast available, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say, go, go mob. mob.